Easing you into your Monday morning. Hope you're having a good one so far. We're excited to have you along. Of course, for those of you who don't know, Mark Lamb has uh, has retired on me. Who? And uh, stop. We love Mark, and uh, I did get to see him this weekend. He is doing well. He's enjoying sleeping in. So basically, I've taken it upon myself to call every M I know uh, this week for the morning jam with Janet and Mike this morning. Uh, <laughs> Mike Norfield is with us. Mike and I have known each other. A few years. A while. Yeah. Yeah, we've known each other for a while. So I had uh, hair when we met. You did have hair. Uh huh. You don't have as much hair now. No, it doesn't turn gray, it just turns loose. <laughs> That's something you and have you and Mark Lamb had in had in common for sure. Well, make feel so let's talk a little bit about what it is that you're doing now. Now we started uh, we got to know each other because we were on praise team together. I, I was singer, you're a drummer, and that's how we got to know each other. But now you, uh, well, own and operate Visiting Angels here locally. So I thought it would be fun to have you come in and talk a little bit about what you do. And one of the things that our listeners are concerned about is they're at that age now where they're caring for aging parents. And uh, it, it's an area of unknown territory. I mean, I've I've been through it. With my parents, I lost my dad a little over a year ago, and uh, it's a painful thing, and it's a frightening thing when you feel lost and and rudderless, but a lot of what you all do is you help people go through this. We do, we do, and we we always tell people when they call us, you know, that they're, you know, I'm I'm just not really sure what to do, I'm not sure what to look into, and, you know, so we... um, we always tell tell people when they call, you know, even if they never use our services, if they have any questions about, you know, how to deal with an aging parent, just give us a call. We try to be a resource because we do this every day. So whereas, you know, I just referenced I just sent someone to you yeah. last week. And that's what's so great about you all is you're not going to try to high pressure sell them or anything. Nope. You just want to help people. Yeah, we just um, I always joke. I always wanted to be CEO. So I call myself the chief education officer. I'm here to just <laughs> go into homes. You know, when I go in, and do a consultation, when someone's looking into care, I'm not there to sell anything. I'm not there to push. Oh, you need this many hours, anything like that. We just want to give you all the information and um, what kind of will blow people away is they'll call us. And if we don't have staff, you know, if I know I can't staff something within two weeks, you know, we're going to give you the the names of some of our uh, great competitors like the key, which used to be generation solutions and, um, you know, care advantage and um, home recovery and uh, home and that's, instead and that's really like that. unusual when you have a, a business that, that you work together that way yes and it's a very competitive business but it's also i like to refer to us as um, (laughs) co-opetition because if um like the key the key and i work very closely together brandy over there that that does their intakes is fantastic you know um we we communicate weekly Mm -hmm. and we have you know both tried to help the same client and you know someone looking for care for a parent and, you know, and you're not going to be the best fit for everybody. We're not. We're not. Every so, situation's different. Right. Every situation is different. And, you know, it all depends on, you know, we are in a staffing shortage. So, you know, CNAs are hard to come by. Um, luckily, we have a great new team in place that does um, hiring and things like that. And we're actually overstaffed right now, which is the first time since wow. we opened. Um, so we're, we're kind of telling people like, hey, we can go really quickly. 
Um, you know, but in a week it could be, you know, flipped again <laughs> right. and we could be understaffed again. So, you know, we don't stop that hiring process and all that stuff. But, you know, we also, you know, and it with other companies, it's the same thing. Sometimes they can staff something at, at the drop of a drop of a hat. And mm -hmm. We may struggle to, to staff something. So we always, you know, tell them, like, Work don't together. just call us. Yeah. Call another call another company. And our our. Um, I will say that most of the companies in this town that I work with, with all the companies that I work with and that I know, they just want to see people get care. So when we are um, working with a family and I tell them, hey, call the key as well. And, you know, so Visiting Angels and the key are both working together to try and staff. And it's kind of a race to the finish line. Whoever gets there instead of, you know, well, they took our client or something like that. Sure. We just celebrate them and like, hey, great. Another, you know, because if we all have a good reputation and we all handle things well, we all win. Right. Um, so, you know. It's, there's plenty of people that need care out of there. I think it's 10,000 people a day turning 65 for the next 15 years or something like that. Wow. So, um, you know, it's a it's a growing client base. So let's let's talk a little bit about um, being prepared. Yeah. There are a lot of people who aren't at a, a place yet where they would need to call a visiting angel or, you know, some of those places. Um, but one of the things that I tell everybody after having gone through it is you have to have a plan. You have to have a plan in place because how many people do you talk to that are actually broadsided? They they haven't even begun to think this process through, usually because we've got little kids we're raising. Right, we're the sandwich generation. So we, you know, um, probably 85% of the time people are calling and they're like, mom's coming home from the hospital today. Mm -hmm. um, that's not the best time to call. The best time to call is, you know, if, if you're like, oh, I'm not going to need this, you know, most seniors are about one fall away from needing some kind of assistance in the home. Um, and it doesn't take much to, to have a fall. So. It just happened. It just happened to my father-in-law. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he fell off of a chair, broke 10 ribs. I didn't even know we had 10 ribs. Puncture, so. I didn't either. Yeah. That was new. Yeah. Punctured his lung, did damage to his back. I mean, it can happen just like that. And uh, so there are things that you can do. When you're dealing with your your aging parents, uh, that you can do now, like tell them, don't get up on a stool, right? Don't get up on a chair. If you need to change a light bulb, call me. I will change your light bulb. These are conversations we need to have with our parents. Exactly, exactly. And you know, um, you know, my parents are getting older, and and my dad, is... which is hard for me to grasp. It is. It's hard for all of us to grasp that our parents get older because they've always taken care of us. Exactly, and and you know, it's. Um, there's always that time where that shifts and all of a sudden we switch roles and sometimes we become the parent and they become more like a right. child. Um, and, you know, just because their needs change. So, um, you know, a couple of years ago, my dad got diagnosed with cancer and right. has gone through over 45 um, cancer treatments and he can't go like he used to. Mm -hmm. You know, he does really well. He feels great. But, you know, it can impact it can and it can also impact their memory when it they can. go through cancer treatments and it things can. like that. They call it chemo brain. Chemo so, brain, I know. That's that's yep. how Dad started. That, yep. that that that's what happened with him. Yeah. Um. And and so it, it's it's a difficult thing to deal with. I guess the important thing is don't be afraid to ask for help when making a plan. Exactly. And and we're here to help you make that plan. And um, you know, we have um, you know, depending on the financial situation, you know, Medicare doesn't cover uh, personal home services, which is what we're deemed as. Um, but Medicaid will cover some of that. Mm -hmm. Now we don't work with Medicaid just because. We would have to have a whole extra team just to handle the paperwork and things like that. And we sure. are a fairly, I say we're a fairly new company. We've been open since 2017. So, you know, we're coming on six years. So, 
um, you know, we're not brand new, but it still, it takes a lot of paperwork and people mm-hmm. to manage that paperwork to do that. So, um, you know, we always try to help people find the resources that will help them. Um, and, you know, it's important to have a plan um, to handle that financially as well. Like, you know, if we, there's long-term care insurance. If you are a veteran, there's a program that will actually provide home care. We do work with the Veterans Administration. I'm very proud to be able to give back to our mm-hmm. veterans with that. Um, there is a limited amount that they will cover. But sometimes, you know, I tell people a little bit of care can go a long way. Um, okay. Now we just got a text in. They said, go back and say that again. The um, There is the veterans, the piece about the veterans. Sure. What about the veterans? So the, the Veterans Administration will cover um, if you served um, active duty during an active war, I believe it is. Um, it's not so much asset driven um, like Medicaid is. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have, you know, resources and things like that. Um, and um, and sometimes the family's not aware of that. Right. And it's a long process to get those those benefits in place. I mean, it could so take, you start early. You start early. We have a, a gentleman who's our, a client with us and they, they pay privately and um, he started the process when he was 90 and he jokes he's now 93. Hopefully for his 94th birthday, he'll get some benefits. So, um, you know, and they don't need a lot of care. They just need help getting to the grocery store and, you know, they don't drive anymore. So help get into the grocery store and some things around the house, different things like that. So, um, and now, and now, so you all do that kind of thing. Yeah, we do. We do so, as well. So it's not just like medical care. Right. And we're actually considered non-medical, um, or medical non-skilled care. So we, we don't do like, you know, insulin shots and things like that. Um, you know, the medicine has to already be dosed out from a prescription bottle for us to be able to, to do uh, medication reminders, things like that. And, um, but we help with um, laundry. Uh, we, we call it light housekeeping. So we can help with laundry. We can change linens and bed sheets because mm-hmm. if you think about it, last time you put that fitted sheet on your bed, you were probably leaning over in not a 100% balanced position. And, you know, um, it's a workout. I've got a big is, bed. It is a workout. So. That's the only workout I get. So <laughs> the, um, but the, you know, things like that where you're, you're kind of in an unnatural position can actually be more risky for a fall. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so, you know, if, you know, you fall down behind the bed, you know, sometimes right. it's, it's going to take a team to get you out. So, um, you know, we have, um, we also do, you know, we do meal preparation because, you know, those lean cuisines out of the freezer are not a healthy option. Get kind of old. I mean, yeah. it's, you might as well lick the salt block and just go on with it. So, um, you know, we um, we do meal preparation and, of course, do dishes and things after that. And, you know, clean up and, you know, we wipe the bathroom down. You know, we're not behind, yeah, just the, not the, behind the toilet with a toothbrush doing, doing heavy cleaning like that. But we, we help maintain things and, you know, different things like that. So, so that they can feel good about do. the place that they're in. Exactly. You, you want to stay home. You want to stay, stay happy, healthy, and all that at home. We're going to take a break and come back, and we're going to talk about uh, the number one thing that aids in the decline of elderly. It may not be what you think. We'll be back with more here on The Morning Jam. I'm Janet Rose. Mike Norfield sitting in with us this morning, and we're glad about that. Hope you're having a terrific Monday so far. The Morning Jam. We are the Virginia Talk Radio Network. The Morning Jam with Janet on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. 
Good morning. It is Monday. We're glad that you're here and uh, joining us on the Morning Jam. Be sure to download our app. Take us with you anywhere. Go to the lynchburgportal.com and you can get everything from the latest events and long-range forecast, which is definitely warmer this week. Hey, Mike Norfield is with us uh, filling in as guest hosting duties uh, today. He's with Visiting Angels. We've been talking about aging parents, which is something a lot of us are dealing with. And uh, before you, you have to call Visiting Angels, you know, what can you do to make a plan and to keep your parents healthier, longer? Um, people call Mike all the time asking some of those questions, getting plans together. One of the things that you and I were talking about over the weekend is I came across this article that uh, showed a study that feeling depressed or lonely age us faster than smoking. That's insane. It is, is insane. It makes total sense, though. So, um, Because a lot of what you all do, I mean, even in your name, Visiting Angels, right. is you offer that companionship, that break in the day where they feel cared for and seen and talked to. Yeah, and we have a couple of clients where, you know, we just go in and basically we are that companion. We are, you know, there so that they feel safe. You know, yes, we help with some meal preparation, you know, we may do some light housekeeping, yeah. different things like that. But the main thing is, is um, the kind of the side benefit of everything else that we do is you, you've got that person coming and, and we try to fit not just like the skill set of somebody to the client's needs, but also personality wise. Um, we always say there's a lid for every pot, you know, right. and you know, not every caregiver that's out there, every CNA, every PCA, things like that are going to fit that lid, mm-hmm. you know, that lid to that pot perfectly. Um, but we've, we've got a couple clients that, you know, mom and dad, you know, live here, they live, you know, in another state sure. like that. And they just kind of want eyes on them just to make sure that they're still doing okay because, you know. And you if can, you see something changing, you can can it, report it exactly, to them. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, we, we require just eight hours a week to be a client with Busy Angels. So it's not like round-the-clock care or nothing. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, um, we have a lot of options that are more affordable that are just, you know, the those two, four-hour visits a week. And right. that can go a long way. And, and you know, where that socialization is important. And after reading this article, like, you know, that it can it's really crazy. have. It's crazy physical detriment for you to be lonely and, and depressed they and, say you've got your chronological age mm-hmm. um you also have what is known as a biological age based on the aging of bodily functions influenced by genetics lifestyle and other factors they're saying studies have previously suggested the higher the biological age the higher risk of various diseases and the risk of death now they're saying they've created a digital model of aging, revealing the importance of psychological health. Yeah. That, that your body and soul, you know, are connected. So more than smoking, even more than certain diseases, it, loneliness and depression can can impact you. Now, do you ever come across a client where maybe the children reach out to you and they're like, look, we are in a different city we just want somebody to go in, make sure all their lights are working, make sure everything's cool in the house. And if you see any changes, let us know about that. Do you ever have a client who says, I don't want these people in my house. I don't need company. I'm completely fine. It is our number one obstacle to providing care. So okay. is that pride of I don't need help. So um, I'll tell on my dad because, you know, um, <laughs> he, he's he's a good sport, I hope. Um so too late now. <laughs> so when he got his cancer diagnosis, he actually, um, we, my mom and I were actually at a, a funeral in Florida, and in the middle of the funeral, my 
um, wife calls and I'm like, she knows I'm in the funeral. Why is she calling? Why is she calling? It must um, be something important. So I, I text her and I was like, what's going on? Is everybody okay? She goes, it's your dad. And I'm like, text me, be blunt. Like right. I'm at a funeral. I don't have time to chat, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Not being rude, just kind of like to the point. And so, um, when he ended up going into the hospital, got his cancer diagnosis, had surgery. When he got out of the hospital and came home, I show up with our registered nurse from my office to do an assessment so that if he needs somebody, we can just send him because part of doing the, you know, we do a consultation with the family, make sure everybody's on board. We take the RN in. She, she develops a custom care plan, but we've got to make sure that the home is safe for the client, safe for the caregiver, and we can provide that right level of care. Based on That's what's required. going on right now. That is required by the, by the state. Mm-hmm. So. I show up with my registered nurse. Now, de- my dad and I are co-owners in the business. So, right. Um, I show up and he goes, I don't want that. I don't need that. I don't need any help. And, and I'm like, he is the co-owner right, of the business. Exactly. Exactly. And so so we go in and I'm like, well, we're, we're going to do this just because, you know, it's it's great practice for me is the way I spun it. Right. So, nice. so we do it. And, and when it was done and he ended up, he, he didn't need care because he had a, my mom has been wonderful and, and has been As a great is. caregiver to him yeah. for through all this time. And, um, you know, I need to make a little plaque to put her on the wall, you know, caregiver of the year, whatever. So, you should, um, yes. But we, um, so we, we show up to do that assessment and it, it, there was a lot of resistance. And I mm-hmm. was like, you know, dad, this is what we do for a living. This is our business, you know. Right. And, and after it was done, he goes, well, that wasn't that bad. And, and it wasn't what I thought it was. And um, he goes, I guess, I guess that does make your job challenging when people don't want to accept help. And accepting the help is the, is the biggest thing. But I will tell you a secret about, about our company is we have a minimum of eight hours a week, but we don't have very many clients that just take eight hours a week. Mm-hmm. Um, they may start with eight hours a week, but right. it doesn't take long to go, well, you know, I think I kind of like a third day. Right. And then we're there Monday, Wednesday, Friday, something like that. And then, um, you know, it, it very rarely does somebody start care and go, I, I can't stand this. It's, it's not what's for me. Um, you know, usually as soon as they, you know, we always tell them, give us a couple of weeks and just kind of see how it is. And then they kind of fall in love with the idea of somebody coming by and you know it's interesting like mike because we have we have mutual friends uh our mutual friend josh and this has been probably 10 years ago i uh, i told i told him that i really thought this was this was something you would be super good at mm-hmm. is dealing with L- and i think you and i had even had that conversation yes. before you even went into this um because it does take a, a special personality to uh, because you do have a sense of humor you can bring some levity to the situation Um, it's not all clinical and 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 that's really important when you're going through these difficult conversations I mean you've got to have conversations about taking keys away and losing their independence they are painful difficult conversations to have they are and one of the things that, you know, you, you want to do, I cannot stress this enough, is you want to make a plan now. You don't want to wait until it's it's too late. You need to ask for help when you need help, probably before you think you need help. There are jo- support groups out there. There are. And one of the things that we recommend is just calling a company. It doesn't even have to be Visiting Angels. I mean, sure. Visiting Angels is a great company. At least I think so. <laughs> and um, I hear their director's kind of weird, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> but other than that? But other than that, they're a great company. And, um, you know, but, but you know, we have people that will call us. And, you know, um, I've talked to people, and it, it's taken two years before we ever started care. But sure. They, they call and check in. Well, you know, hey, have your prices changed, things like that. Because with minimum wage going up, we are not a minimum wage job, but we – Right. You know, we, we do need it to, all fluctuates. If minimum wage goes up, we raise our pay for our caregivers because we want to stay ahead of that and make sure that they just, you know, because it's hard work what we do. So um, with the caregivers going in. So it's 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 physically challenging sometimes to to get in and, and get things done. And then 
um, you know, mentally challenging because you're you're dealing with a, someone who you know if they've got dementia or something like that. Right. Um, a know, whole different ball game. Sometimes you hear the same four questions for you know three, four, five, six hours in a row. So, right. um, you know, we, we want to make sure that we're treating them well and, and things like that because we, we value our staff. But the um, having that conversation of, you know, um, what exactly can you do? What's the process to start? And, you know, if we have a relationship with someone, you know, for we've talked to them three or four times before they start care. When we go to start care, we feel like we kind of already know the situation. We, right, we exactly. Know, um, you know, how, how to talk to the, the son or daughter so that, um, you know, that they to make sure that they understand exactly what's going on and, mm-hmm. and keeping them in the loop. And, um, it's and there a, are even checklists and things that that you can that you can have. And like you say, a lot of times there's an incident and then they've got to go to rehab and you're not even familiar enough with the rehabs to even know where you want to send them. Right. And a, a, a lot of um, our seniors now will go to the hospital and, and somebody says rehab to them and they, they go, oh, they're going to put me in a nursing home and try to kill me. Right, exactly. I can't tell you how many times we hear that. You know, it, it, right. it sounds extreme. And, you know, we have a lot of great facilities in the Lynchburg area. We have a lot of great staff at those facilities. But but um, you've got to educate yourself. But you, you've got to educate yourself. And, you know, the Medicare pays for, you know, up to 21 days of uh, in a rehab. And mm-hmm. we always tell people, like, take advantage of it. So. Right. Well, uh, as you can hear, Mike's certainly easy to talk to. The rest of his staff is the same way. So if you're in a situation where you're facing something like that, uh, maybe give Visiting Angels a call and they can probably help you. Now, we're going to move out of your regular mode into some uh, stories coming up, including uh, one where someone got arrested for not doing all of the the self-checkout properly. I knew it was coming. It, it really has happened now. We also have some stories from MSNBC where uh, they're blaming racism for DeSantis's popularity in Florida. And they're also talking at the same time white replacement theory and why conservatives don't like Hispanic people. It's very, it's, it's very, um, well, not balancing. I, I, I don't really understand how you can have both those stories from the same network, but you do. We'll have all that ahead. Got your local headlines with WDBJ7 and your forecast, which is a bit warmer this week. You're listening to The Morning Jam on the Virginia Talk Radio Network.